they, they are, they is. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 332 with your hosts, Randy and Jason. Randy, how you doing? It's us. Greatest day of my life. Is it the greatest day of your life? Yeah, every day is. Uh, yeah, I mean, we used to say that, and, um... <laughs> I had, um... So we met this afternoon, I took the second half of uh, the workday off, and met... Did a couple things, but met with my parents, financial panthers. Your parents, and, financial planners? Um, yeah. Okay. They do a review. They do this like annual review. Sure. But and is, it, is it about your your finances or your parents' finances? It was about my parents. Okay. Like so my parents were there. My brother was there. Yeah. And it's overall, it's pretty simple. Yeah, what's in the estate? What are their account values? What's our strategy? Because there's the no, there's no income, right? What's your risk tolerance? Well, there's income from their investments. Right, but there's not like a salary or a job. They're retired, I guess is what I'm asking. They're retired. Yeah, there is a, a little bit of income. Okay. There's obviously Social Security at this point. And there's, he does, my father does some work, but he works at like the senior center, you know, which is hilarious. Oh, really? That's funny. And uh, makes some money doing that, but... Um, the point of my story is right. It comes. It's we're sitting there as the children, like okay, just make sure they have enough so that when they die, that we get to keep it, right? Wow, that's um, that's, that's that's what. Well, that's kind of part. Of, I mean, he <coughs> the guy made that joke, not us. He's like, right? So basically, according to these projections, that what this is what they have now, and this is what they'll have when they die. And great news, you know, it's all for you. Like, okay, that's all well and good. But the one thing that I did bring up. Yeah. Which I thought is interesting and a, and a tricky thing to think about was uh, long what we refer to as long term care. You know what the what if? What if you don't die in your sleep together at the same time, which never <laughs> obviously never happens. But these are the things you have to talk about in these meetings, right? Yes, but obviously yeah. that's not going to happen. No. It's you get these feel good stories. Oh, some ninety eight year old. I mean, the odds of that are pretty small, but the odds of them dying in a car crash together, right? Pretty... Right. Now, if you're making jokes, I'm making jokes. It could be self inflicted, right? Wow. Um, right. So then you get into the cost, right? So the question becomes: If they need care, where is that money going to come from? How are we going to afford that? And here's the kicker: This is the interesting response. It gets even more morbid. Because you can just look up these actuarial tables and basically say, well, the average amount of time a person spends in assisted living facility, it's different for men and women. Apparently, women spend about two and a half years okay, and men spend about a year. <laughs> and what do they do after that year? They die. They die. Yes, yeah. they die. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, it's kind of like, okay, so we can expect, on average, ballpark it at like a total of five years of assisted living. Uh, you know, give it a give it an above average thing. Uh -huh. Combine between the two of them, we got five years yeah. at like 15K a month. Yeah, they're basically. super expensive. They're stupid expensive. You know, it's like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Do they have enough? It will it drain their funds. Yeah, yeah maybe, probably. You know, we can just do. It's a calculation. It's easy. So since we've talked about this, and since you've brought right. it up, yes, did he advise 
did he advise your parents to, let's say, put themselves in a situation to become wards of the state <laughs> before that no. happens? Wards of the state. As they give away all their money before they end up in a assisted living facility, so they have to so the state basically picks up the basically picks up oh. the tab. That might not be as luxurious, do you think? Is that a strategy? <clears throat> um I believe that it's a strategy, yes. Because I think when, when yeah. that time comes we'll uh, we'll investigate. I mean you are you you looking at like Del Boca Vista situation, or is a <laughs> right, <laughs> or is it like I don't know my name? Give me more Jello. Well, situation. this is what you this is what you can't predict, yeah. right? And I suppose that there's tables for that as well. Yeah, the, the, literally, the cost of care is proportional to the amount of time they will need that care for. Mm. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So if it is, it's like some home visit nurse that comes in twice a week to check on things. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. But uh, a live-in assistant, much more expensive. Right. <clears throat> a facility where they live and share a room with somebody, yeah, moderate, like going back to college with no classes. Hmm. A private room in that same facility, more expensive. And then something with like much more attentive care around the clock kind of thing. Right. Top notch. You know? Yeah. And then you tack on the luxuries and stuff. But each stage you progress up that ladder, the the amount of time you'll likely spend in that scenario decreases. The, oh, yeah. Right, right. If you need full-time care. Yeah, it's not going to be for long, right? No, it's not going to be for very right. long. Yeah, it's pretty awful thinking about that stuff. But it's, right. that's why I think – it's important that you're doing it now while while your parents are like fully cognitive and like right. they're making the decisions. They're not like you're not. I need power of attorney over you so that you don't so that I can do this for you. And then you're having to make the tough decisions, and your sibling and you are like at odds, and you're like oh, I don't know. But they're like no way, right. and why can't you but take them in? But at some point, this is like the basis of a lot of movies, right? At some yeah. point, I guess there is no decision where they're going to be like, hey, you know, look at us and say. Is it time for the pillow face? Because they don't do that. Jeez. They don't, they're not active in the, but if you've ever <laughs> dealt with someone in hospice care, whoo, boy. Yeah. That is depressing. I, I haven't been to first degree. I know that there are people that, but as you say, it's depressing. I've heard that it has been super helpful for the family, for the, of the helpful, person. Helpful, yes, yeah. but, but, uh, from what I understand, <clears throat> I was, once removed, but dealing, you know, yeah, been through it a few times. Once they're in hospice care, yeah, they have a hard time getting out. I don't, yeah, but I mean, they're not the intention is not to get them out. Right? The intention, not only is the intention not to get them out, yeah. but I feel like, and don't you know, email me on this one. No, I do. feel like dads the, at dadsbeingdads.com email. The impression I got was like the people working in hospice care will actively work against them recovering. Oh, really? That can't be. Yeah, in the sense that... Okay, don't email might, us. <laughs> <laughs> don't email us. I don't mean to imply that they're they're murdering their, their tenants, but they won't go... It's not like, oh, you know, we need to give this person CPR kind of thing. And that, I'm, that's oh. a specific example. I'm not saying they would skip CPR. But I mean, well, they probably, if they can't feed themselves, yeah. like, they may not feed them. Wait, what? That I think I think you got bad intel on that. I, I don't. No, I don't. What? I because 
that's a lot of cases. That's how they end up going. Um, they essentially starve. Hey, this is very morbid. This is morbid. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with all you're saying. I, I'd have to. Get they won't just jam a feeding tube down your throat and keep you alive forever. His That's opinions important. are not necessarily the opinions of this station. Go Google it. Like, I Google got what the, happens I got the, in hospice uh, care. I've got the the Wikipedia up, and it says end of life care is no fun. It's a type of healthcare that focuses on the palliative. Pal- Palli- palliation? Palliation of a terminally ill patient. And palliative care is an interdisciplinary medicine. Hoy, let me start over. Palliative care is an interdisciplinary medical caregiving approach aimed at optimizing quality of life and mitigating suffering among people with serious complex ish- illness. Right. The trick is someone has to identify them as terminally ill. Yeah. But the key words you just said a minute ago were terminally ill. Yeah. And whether that means they've got some illness or they are just at end of life yeah. you know they're just failing is is a tough distinction and once they're in these people take over right and their job is to see you out the door hey, hold up hospice care provides an alternative to therapies oh it's an alternative therapies focused on life prolonging measures that may be arduous likely to cause more symptoms or are not aligned with the person's goal right. basically it's like they're saying they've they given are up, not or their family has prolonged. given up on fighting. Yes. They're literally saying they will not attempt to prolong yeah. life. Which is, yeah, and I, yeah, and at some point, yeah. that's what you got to do. No, no, I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. With you. I'm sort of disagreeing with the, maybe they're you're thinking that they're starving them, or I don't know. Yeah, you maybe. You but, tell I, me. I what... think I think it may be a, a matter of perspective, right? Like, uh. What I'm saying is, and this is me being uh, some poetic license here. What I'm saying is, they will bring the food in the room. Yeah, but they will not put the spoon in the mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I just don't know how. And the people that do this job, like, oh, it's got to be so hard. Yeah, and like you're like, when your job's done, the person's dead, right? And you're like, the person's dead. and you that, and you were successful in that, like it's you were successful. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to be glib or crap. I mean, I am sort of, but it's like it's such a, uh, like an inverse of the way we think normally, right? As far as like life and whatnot, it's got to be so yeah. hard for these people. I will tell you, my my father had a chipper attitude about it while we were going through his finances, and he said, "Just you know, just throw it. Let's change the dates on there because, of course, they have." <laughs> You have to enter in your your the year you think you're going to die as part of your projections. Yeah. And they had it set at like 90 or something. He said, bump that up to 100. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Good luck, Dad. <laughs> Are you enjoying that T-bone? The baked side of bacon and the cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> he is. He actually talks about that a lot. <laughs> All right. I have, I have meat yeah. every That's day. Right. Yeah. Two- I remember. We yeah. with the niece. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Lots of steak. <laughs> Guess what I had today? Steak? Was it steak? Yes. It was steak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh uh, goodness gracious so have those conversations for sure yeah they're interesting but the good news is they're they're in good shape it's kind of a dad thing right because i mean dads being dads is the topic of the show it's like you 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 want to provide as the patriarch like, what we do we work to make our kids lives like better right and that's this like yeah. having End of life, scoped out, financed, budgeted, will, all that stuff sorted You'll out. You'll enjoy this. Yeah. One section of discussion was about, you can guess, what was it about? Say the word, their legacy. Uh. 
<laughs> they actually have funds designated yeah. as legacy funds. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what in the hell does that mean? What is that? What are the legacy funds? They're like, oh, it's just essentially how you would like to be remembered. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's literally their, their charitable funds, essentially. Ah. It's like some portion, he designated certain accounts as like, these go to a charity. Oh, this really? Is a charity. Yeah. <laughs> that's my legacy. Oh, that, oh, oh, he did have that. That's funny. Yeah. I, I, they it's a quick side note on this. It's a couple side notes, right? Uh, well, not one side note. The, the, Colin Powell, Colin, Colin Powell, right? Colin, Colin, Colin yeah. Powell died yesterday, right? Or two days ago or something. True. And I heard a podcast about him today and he really did not want his legacy to be that he spoke at NATO and, and, you know, basically justified the, the initiating the war in Iraq. Right. Which is his legacy, which was like the first line, which, is li- totally which was like the first line in his obituary. But he, right. uh, he felt like he was misled and he was kind of put into situation, blah, blah, blah. Like, but you have to listen to the whole, po- like, I, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, apolog- I'm Colin Powell apologetic or, 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 you know, I don't know enough. I have listened to 45 minute podcasts about it. And, but it was sort of interesting how he kind of regretted this thing that, is his legacy. And it's like, oh man, that's the worst case. <laughs> yeah, but you can't regret it after you're dead. No, but that that was like he didn't want that to be his legacy, and that is his legacy, which is yeah. unfortunate. Uh I think yeah. I don't think I would like to burden my children financially with any sorts of problems, I but I would love to burden them with something. <laughs> I mean going great, they're gonna be burdened with decluttering in this house and getting fifteen hundred dumpsters to clear it out, but Oh, I thought you were going to say something about the environment. But sure, yeah, your house will that's be their so main much problem. junk, yeah. I mean, that's easy. You just stick a sign out front and set it on fire. Yeah. The <laughs> so They're not going to do it. The estate pays for itself. Yeah. Have a little sale. Um, I don't know what, but something something like a scavenger hunt, <laughs> like a Brewster's Millions type thing, <laughs> but in a bad way. Like an Ender's you know, Game? Not Ender's Game. Ready Player One thing. Ready Player One. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to solve this series really... of complex problems. Yeah, to... something super obnoxious. <laughs> it's reflective of everything they've put us through. You know. <laughs> I think it comes around. I hope it comes around. I think. I think like once like they give us grandkids or something, and then we yeah, then we, we might decide not to though. Then well, then yeah, then you can torture them, or then you can give your money to somebody them. else that you adopted as a. I think I will anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't really see the need to have them inherit money. That's that's a lot. Uh, I was re- just reading an article, but also about this. But go on. Well, for one thing, I. It, I mean, we were talking about it with my parents, right? And I joked about it with my wife. I mean, you realize this means that we're going to get richer when they're gone, which makes it possible for us to wish them gone, which seems bad. But at some point, there's going to be someone's going to ask us the question: Hey, do you think it's time to move them to hospice? Right. <laughs> And we're going to have to be like, ooh, you know, how am I morally going to be 100% objective knowing that I financially benefit from making a decision to accelerate, decelerate their lives or not, right? It's disgusting, but it's human nature because we'll definitely think about it. So I think the, the best way to approach that, and I've told them this in the past, I said, look, it's your, I don't, it's your money, do with it what you will. How you travel, spend it. Obviously, you want to make it last so that you don't run out. But don't feel obligated at all to be like, oh, we got to save this for them. We don't need it. It's yours. Go on. 
Right. But as far as planning goes, I think in our case, I my legacy funds will be 100% going to a charity or a group of charities or some distribution or whatever of my choosing. Well, how's your will set up now? Uh, not that way. <laughs> not not that way. Okay, so you better not run in the dark. No, I will <laughs> I will be updating those things. We yeah, we need to make. We don't have the trust set up. There's a lot of this junk. Yeah. It's the most dangerous uh, thing you can do is run in the dark. Super dangerous. It is the most dangerous thing. Someone, someone told me today at work. Yeah. I, I imagine that that, that person, they yeah. was imagining you were running in the dark on a road full of motor coaches. Which is nuts, but I mean. Well, that's what people associate with danger, and they, that's the only thing they imagine. Except bicycles dangerous. on a road full of motor coaches, which is with lights, though. With lights. Oh, because the lights make... I mean, I had lights on. <laughs> I get it. It's nonsensical. You're the yeah. one that continued the conversation without <laughs> breaking away. I I was not being impolite. Anyways, back to the subject <laughs> at hand. There's a handful of celebrities that have come out. Very yep. wealthy celebrities that have said they won't leave their kids anything. Like Ashton. Um, they say that, and then they do. <laughs> well, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, right? They have so much money, right? Bill Gates, yep. Jackie Chan... They have, I think Bill Gates said the same thing. Yeah. He was one of the ones that was like zero, and then he left them like a billion. He's still alive. He's not dead yet. I mean, he gave them. Oh, large. You know, it, it's he's. Like, I'm not going to leave them my entire fortune, or I'm not going to leave them anything. And yeah. then he gave them like a hundred billion dollars, uh, kind of yeah. thing. So it's like, okay, that's a drop in the bucket. And I don't remember if it was Bill Gates or someone else, but it was a similar example. Okay. It's kind of like. It's the same thing. I'm not going to give them nothing. Like I'll help them pay for their college, but yeah, I don't. I don't have a hundred million to give them, and if I'm relying on my savings as investment income, then I can't give it to them until I die, anyway. Yeah, and that could change, right? And the grandparents really loved this. My parents loved this. They loved to give my kids money, but not us. I'm like, why don't you just give it to us so we can decide what to do with it? No, that's what I mean. I think when you have the grandkids, things change. Like your your perspective yeah. must be like, I have a legacy now. Like I'm not gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I they have. like to his his favorite thing to do is to he opened IRAs for the yeah, kids. Yes. <laughs> Here's a done this as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this even make sense? They don't work. And he's like, Oh yeah, I did this whole thing where I paid them for a job they didn't do and the taxes and it's all legal. Like what? <laughs> my, my, mine were five twenty nine. So they were like <laughs> yes, not, not, yes. Not, that makes more sense. Awkward. <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping all of this this tax hand wavy stuff yeah. is perfectly legal. He claims it's legal run it past yeah. this guy but uh but 529 i mean both sense. sides of my family have that, that that reminds me like the 529 was sort of like i need to get rid of money I'm, i need to like get rid of money That's quite a problem to well, have yeah but it was like they don't want to have they don't want to have this big this big oh giant egg at the end to be like because right. <laughs> i think it's also i think it also protects it from the estate tax i think that's a big part of it it could. Well, yeah. you're allowed to gift yeah. a pretty large amount every year to a lot of different people in right. your family. Yeah, I think people are allowed to receive like a fifteen thousand dollar gift or something, or maybe it's up to fifteen. It was ten at one point, but it's like each. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like it's, here, it's quite a bit. Here's yeah. fifteen thousand. Here's fifteen thousand. Here's fifteen. What are you doing, Grandpa? Uh, I'm what not going to make it next year, you? and I don't want the government to get you know. So right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you follow the rules that are that are there. I mean, uh, no, I, and I think that's good yeah. tax advice, but. Oof, but yeah, it's a little morbid and it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, let's, let's talk about it and get excited about 
at least planning because you're, you're planning, you're getting excited, you're invested in the conversation, yeah. and then you're like, ah. well, you get excited that things are figured out, yeah, right. That there's not going to be the reason why it's, it's exciting. I think is that there's no need to worry, or at least there's less to worry about when a situation comes up. They can continue to enjoy their life now. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. One of them croaks. The other one's all set. <laughs> or they need care. Yeah. We got that covered. Mm. Oof. All right. What else can I we mean, talk about? I mean, they can be emotionally distraught <laughs> anymore. Right? But you don't have to worry about the financial aspect of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big worry. The financial part? It can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just... I just don't want to leave my kids debt, right? Oh, grandpa died, and now we have to figure out how to pay for his estate, right? Well, that never happens. Never? Isn't there? They'll never owe money on your behalf. That doesn't work. No. They're not obliged to pay your debt. I debts. guess. Is that true? Well, then maybe I do want to leave them debts. That is true. Only your spouse. So you can leave it oh, to your right, spouse. Right. Yeah, that's, that's awful. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get in trouble. Yeah. Like I can't get like in trouble with the mob or something. Then. Yeah, with like the mob. Yeah. Right. If it's if it's <laughs> if we're out so we're talking outside the law, your dog's in trouble, yeah. chinchilla, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some more mail. Should we jump into the mailbox? Sure, Freak. why not? Is it about we uh, need a mail legacy? sound? Um so yeah. yeah, we have three mails I'm gonna read. Um No, that's Mike. Yeah, that's fake. All right. So Jasper writes in Count me in for a DVD meetup. As you know, my name's not really Jasper. Funny emoji. So I always, so I fall also fall in the camp of avoiding p- putting anything about myself or family on the internet. It just makes me admire and appreciate you guys so much more for putting yourselves out there to help all of us dads. Anyway, I'm less interested in being part of a recorded podcast, but the idea of a casual meetup is great. Did you know that Jasper was his fake name? No. His, his email is Jasper Beardley. <laughs> Which that's I don't, the guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, that's Grandpa Simpson's best friend. But I don't yeah, think yeah. I ever realized. I kind of, I can I go back and forth between like it rings a bell that it was fake to being like I don't remember that this was fake. Well, did he ever say Jasper is not my real name? I don't know, but he's written. This into, is my real name? I don't know. I, I didn't read the old emails. I did look to see if he had written in a bunch, and he had. Because if he doesn't tell us what his real name is, then how are we going to know? Yeah. So right, Jasper. So maybe we don't record it, or maybe we record just the audio. And if people are using fake names, and who cares? And that, that, I don't know. What else would we record? We're not videoing it. A vlogging? Or we could... Yeah, we're not getting into the <laughs> vlog scene. All right. Then uh, Ryan writes in. He says, hey, I'd be interested in a virtual meetup. Also, I've listened to you guys forever. Sorry, don't interact much. I have a 12-year-old daughter, and other than the soccer talk, I can relate to much of what you guys talk about. Thanks. So, all right. I think we got to <laughs> other 10. Other than the soccer talk. I got to do off the off the air. I got to do a, a summation here, but I think we have 10. What? So, yeah. So I'm thinking we got to plan this since uh, otherwise honor and like have to record it though. Well, we'll figure it. Right. We, we can figure out the uh, specifics and get uh, yeah. get back to that. Uh we did get another real like sort of dad advice request email which mm-hmm. we got before last week's show. And we didn't get to it on the show and I'm going to read it now. Lay it on me. All right. My daughter is nearly 3 years old now and she can be both incredibly sweet and incredibly mean at the same time. She frequently tells me, not you, Dada, or go away. I don't like you. There are times when only her mom can be the one. (laughs) 
<laughs> Did he write one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. All right. That, there are times when only her mom can be the one helping her out. This makes things difficult when her mom is away to see her horse. And oh my goodness, time out. <laughs> okay. So the guy riding in is a friend from work and uh, we joke. And he's pretending to be the other one. No, he's. He's, oh my gosh. My wife heard this. Now she's yelling advice, which I can't hear through the headphones, but why can she hear? Cause she's like doing laundry in the basement or something. I don't know. She came oh, down great. here. And- yeah. That's good. We need a, we need a peanut yeah. gallery. <laughs> yes. We have peanut- okay. All right. Let me, let me start over. So there's a lot of inside jokes that he, that I'm finding very funny here, but, uh, okay. The- <laughs> my daughter's three years old. Says not you, Dad. Go away. I don't like either times that only her mom can be the one helping out. This makes things difficult when her mom is away to see her horse, for example, and horse. I'm the only one around. On the flip side, she's very attached to me and gets sad when I'm away. I almost think she likes putting me down so she can make me feel better. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm, wow. Uh, dad, dad, yeah, yeah. Dad's heart. Uh, all right. Anyways, did either of you have the same experience with your daughters when they were that age? You may have to think back to pre-soccer. <laughs> One more. <laughs> God. One more question too while I'm at it. We recently switched to a toddler bed and the whole bedtime routine has gotten to t- take a lot more time with her new freedom. Before I could read some stories, tuck her in, leave the room and she would fall right asleep. Now she just constantly gets up and I have to keep going back in the room. Any tips for shortening the bedtime routine? I know Randy is a fan of sleepy pills. <laughs> uh, yeah, she might be too young for the uh, melatonin. And people That's still true. give me the side eye when I tell them we just yeah. drug the kids every night. And I, the, the, the jar is in the hallway. They just take it themselves. I almost punched somebody point. out on an airplane for recommending that my kid take a sleeping pill. Well, it would be easier if the kid was on a uh, – punched him out. I was like – Was it melatonin or something else? No, like he wanted me to drug my kid to sleep. I don't care. Like, you're, tell oh, someone wow, they should right. drug their kids. So they're they're, gonna, and yeah, the kid was fine. Kids. They cried for like 30 seconds on takeoff or something. And the guy was like. You're talking about a baby. Yeah, a baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to give the babies melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. No, he said Benadryl too. Like, like knockout. Yeah, no, no. Okay. That's ridiculous. So. Okay. <laughs> cross the line. I think I'm hoping that like other parents, like as I read this, I have some fond memories. They weren't at the time fond, but I'm hoping people like Ryan with his 12 year old daughter, are like, Oh, I kind of remember these, some of these things because as I look back on these sort of problems, I, I feel mm-hmm. like a giant jerk to be honest. Like I was, did things poorly and oh, I wish sure. I go back and be like, Oh, I know. Yeah, this is easy. And blah, blah, blah. anyways, so let's break it apart. First of all, she's three years old. The terrible two thing is a myth. It's the terrible threes. Yeah, it's, it's the terrible threes, yeah. right? It's the, Ask anybody right. that's had kids or been around a two or a three-year-old. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then someone labeled the fours as the, the effing fours, but oh, <laughs> I didn't know that and Two was great, and I actually enjoyed mm. three a lot as well. So that's, it's a stereotype, yeah. but... Yeah, I mean, um, and every kid's different, but... I mean, my daughter acts that way now. Why are you here? Yeah, it's you know, every time I go near her, it gives me this glary face. Yeah, my kid is like annoyed that I'm picking him up for school because he has to ride in the car home with me. I'm like, are you right. like, I'm I just went out of my I left and you're no all right. Yeah, so it's but I do think and I, I I've read some books and I remember that like at three years old, they're starting to get their own uh, individual, uh, what do they call their personality, their individuality, right? There's, they're not as dependent on you. There's no, they're obviously no, well, 
I guess I shouldn't say they're obviously not nursing, but they're probably not nursing. <laughs> Most of the children are nursing. And, uh, but like they're starting to be their own individual now. And of course they're at school, right? I know this child goes, ah, goes to daycare and stuff. So knock over your beer can stack over there. It's <laughs> just one. It was empty. Uh, um, Anyways, yeah, so they're, they're, so that's why they're starting to push away a little bit, right? Not you, go away. They want to figure stuff out. I don't like you. They, yeah. And they don't really not like you. That's just, they know that's well, a way. they might. Well, they don't like you in that moment. It's not like I don't like your, the way you talk or that you look funny to True. me. It's, it's, they're very circumstantial. There's no, uh, yeah. um, it's not like, you know, I don't like you and this is, I've made my decision from now and forever. It's like right, right now. In this second, I don't, you know, you're not the thing that's interesting to me. Right. But uh, that's fine. And it could be compared to this bag of gummy bears, right? I don't like you. I like the gummy bears because they're friggin' delicious. <laughs> I had to make a choice. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I'm out of gummy bears, you're second in line. Uh, these gummy bears aren't telling me what not to do. Right. Um, it Precisely. does. It does make things. We had one of our kids and she's still very much mama's mama's girl. And. I was always second fiddle, like no matter what. And it it became problematic because when mom needed a night off or something, it was hard because it was like, and then I would get short tempered and it's, it was, wasn't great. And it's still not always great. Cause I'll give you something to not like that yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> no, no, but, and it, <laughs> no, but it was, and it was probably a little older, but she wouldn't let me read to her, you know, those kind of things. I want mommy to read, you know, and right. And just, and, oh, but I'll just read to myself over here in the corner all yeah. alone. That's my favorite book. <laughs> so and you got to kind of roll with it, I think. And yeah. Embrace it and be like, okay. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in telling me what you like, then let me know. I'll be in the corner reading this children's book to myself. Yeah. Not to you. And obviously the kid comes back. It's like they don't they, – they, as he says, they always want him to come back, right? They they still right. – so they have fun. So they do that thing like they do on TikTok. I watched a couple of TikToks where the they put the kid and then they face the camera, of course, because that's what you got to do. And then the parents run in opposite directions and they see which one the kid goes after. <laughs> Or actually, they do that with the dogs. With the parents, I think oh, they yeah. would. Uh, one of them would pretend to leave, and they'd leave and go somewhere, and they'd see the kid's reaction. Do they cry? It's it's hilarious. Uh, kind of <laughs> mental torture. Yeah, emotional abuse is the word I'm looking for. So try that. Stand uh, behind her while you're recording your TikTok. Run in opposite <laughs> directions. See which see which one she chases. Mm. You should also put the gummy bears in your pocket before you. I was going to say, yeah, have an open candy bar while you yeah. in your hand that she can see <laughs> she can see. <laughs> um a little taste just a little taste yeah. yeah and then the toddler bed i bet this email was sent uh, oh i forgot about the bed october yeah. 7th i bet the toddler bed thing is that was almost two weeks ago i bet it's a thing of the past by now but uh yeah i don't know yeah. i mean toddler bed experience let's just say every transition with a child yeah. is a, is the worst thing in the entire universe how did that routine go for us? Uh, I basically just slept in the toddler bed because we didn't get, we transitioned from, oh, with both kids, really. From one, my my son used the crib sometimes. My daughter never slept in a crib. She slept in our bed. And then when we moved her to her own bed, because she would just literally kick us in the face all night, yeah. like on purpose. And I'm like, all right, you're getting your own bed. And we got her a full-sized bed. Not a toddler bed, so she just had a full size yeah, bed. We never with went rails to a toddler bed either. We never and did a toddler bed. 
And so I just like slept in it. I'd read a book and be like, okay, good night. And I'd roll over and go to sleep. And then she'd go to sleep. Same with him. Huh. And then eventually I'd wake up at, you know, like one in the morning and be like, oh, God. And then I'd go back up to my own bed. And sometimes I just wouldn't. Sometimes I'd just stay in their bed. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, we didn't, we went, we didn't do toddler beds either. We went right to, but I remember every transition. I mean, I remember when they learned they became potty trained. It was like, oh, this is awesome. Why won't right. you sleep? Oh, look, you learned how to stand up. Oh, why won't you sleep? Oh, you can roll over. Why can't you sleep? Like, right. that's all I want to do is roll over and roll over. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. They're rolling over until it's bedtime. And they're like, they won't sleep. Uh, but you know, the novelty wears off after a couple nights and then they're like, hi, oh, it's my new reality. And now I'm in the bed. Now I'm sleeping in the bed. And, and okay. I can uh, tell you eighth grade and fourth grade, they sleep pretty well. <laughs> I don't remember when that changed. My, uh, my mama's kid still gets up at crack of dawn, like six fifteen. Like, oh my gosh. Why are you up? Shouldn't they be up? Get ready for school. That's when I wake them up. No, my, my 12 year old is probably the one that is like getting short shorted on sleep her bus leaves at seven o'clock in the morning which is she's and she's the one that's playing on three different sports teams yeah like every they both day, leave so. the house at seven fifteen to walk to school really so i wake him up at six fifteen. yeah <sighs> uh, well, my son my son will come down at like seven and he's out on his bike at seven twenty two seven twenty five <laughs> or something so <laughs> i don't know he won't come down it's funny i think he he's funny just passive aggressive or just like difficult oh, see, so yeah. just kind of gave up but uh, but in the end, like he gets out on time, he gets. I assume he's getting to school on time. We're not getting. Hey, your kid's tardy all the time, right? You know, so if he, you assume and, that's where you went, right? <laughs> well, th- when he was out last week, we did. <laughs> that was kind of funny. It was like, well, let's see what happens if we don't call the school, right? Because I don't, I didn't know exactly what to do. I oh. could have like chased down what to do, like, oh, how do I? So he didn't go know? to school, and yeah. you. Didn't tell the school to see what they would do. And at the end of the day, it was funny because like our home phone rang, my cell phone rang, and my wife's cell, cell phone rang all at the same time. They robocalled us, and then they sent us email, and they sent us text message. It was like, your son was out in today. Like, holy smokes. All right. Thank you. Like, please yeah. fill out this form. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And of course, it was like, do you have symptoms? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, I right. did. Yes. We kept them out of school because of the symptoms. And then the next day, the nurse emails us, please have your kid, student. I see that you put down symptoms. Please have him go to the doctor. I'm like, yes, we've already done this. Like, we're not morons. But I guess I bet there are a lot of morons. So I didn't really, I wasn't really that upset with her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. there are. Yeah. Speaking of stages, stages. I of life. Oh. I got to actually babysit. Like baby last baby? Night. Baby baby. Uh, Monday night? Was it last night? Yeah. So we had soccer practice. I'm not going to talk about soccer. But to give you a contrast, right? It's it's very dark. It's 6 p.m. now. Um, and soccer's over. And my daughter at this point has gotten used to just leaving without me. So she gets on her bike. She's got lights on her bike and everything. She takes off. Which is great. I love it. A lot of freedom. But my, you know, so my one, my kid, my youngest child is riding her bike home in the dark. And I left practice to go to my friend's house to watch their one month old baby. Three weeks, about three weeks. Wow. And, uh, it was, it was nice. I bet. But it takes a lot of time. You know, the baby is just all they want to do is eat and sleep and fart and stuff. <laughs> and, well, what was entertaining to me, right, is that the the mom was there. She was get she was going to go to the airport and pick up her her um 
her mother and just, like, just didn't want to bring the kid and the scheduling. And all. It's great. Happy to do it. And she's, you know, explaining everything to me. Okay, here's the bottle. Here's how you do this. She needs to be burped and all this. And I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. looking at her like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've done this a number of times. <laughs> but no, tell me all the the things that you've learned about your baby in three weeks that you think make a difference. Because it's true, right? There might be little finicky nuances here and there. She likes this. She likes that. She likes to be held this way. You definitely have to do these things. Yeah, got it. But uh, I do need to report in and say she just kind of was like, I mean, she's an adorable little baby, but really just seemed like every other baby in that sense. Uh, you hold, you walk around. She took a nap for a little while. She woke up hungry as they do. Yeah. Got a little squawky. Okay, this is clearly a hungry baby. Fatter. Nah, nah. Burped her. Nah. Right? That's what they, she that's what they make, right? When they're hungry? Nah. Kinda. Well, yeah. They make I mean, a cute little know. baby cry that was yeah. like, blah, and the tongue does that thing. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, you know, that was it. But she, she was snuggly and warm and mm. cute and adorable. Was she smaller than you could realize? Like, um, oh my gosh, this thing is so small. Well, she was a small baby to begin with, I think. Smaller than mine. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a, a one-armer. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, need, didn't need two arms for sure, but. That's what always gets me when you hold or when you see those like less than a month old babies. You're like, what? How could they ever be yeah. so small? No, well, I guess I was expecting the small part. I guess maybe. I don't know. Uh, I saw her when they brought her home too. So uh, all I, right. I had so, some perspective yeah. already. Okay. But, um, but that was a good time. But it took basically – so I left soccer at 6.30, got there, and they got back at like 8.30 or 9 or something, airport and back. It was nine-ish, I think. And Oh, so they really help. left you alone with their less than a month old baby. Yeah. To be wow. Yeah, yeah. And I, and she I did it and I went through everything. Fed her. Yeah. She had a nap, changed her. Yeah, that's the whole cycle her. in three hours for That was the whole cycle. Yeah. That was it. That was all of it. But like happens with babies, I had she really only napped. I put her down in her crib for a little while, but it was maybe like fifteen minutes. She was sleeping on me for a while. Of course. Which is, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. I put her down in her crib for a while, and the crib's all cold and stuff. Who wants to sleep in a cold crib? Thermodynamics. Right, all that cold just seeping into the baby? Right. No, wait. I got that backwards. <laughs> all that cold <laughs> sucking all the, the warmth all out of the baby? Warmth. Yeah, yeah, sucking the warmth out of the baby. <laughs> so that's when she, she woke up at about 15 minutes in the crib, and that's when I fed her because she was hungry and cold probably. But I, I got that amount of time to make myself some cheese and crackers for for the dinner, passing dinner that I had. And that yeah. was it. And that's every new parent's life, right? You got to keep like, your energy up, yeah. Three hours went by and I haven't done anything or slept, or, <laughs> but I fed the baby. <laughs> that's what I say, man. Right? You got to throw that first six weeks of your life. That The first six weeks after the baby's born, just chuck them. Nothing yeah. will happen. You cannot Nothing. expect anything to happen in those first six no. weeks. Man, we're walking down memory lane today with these emails and with these ex- life experiences. I'll do it again, though, if they need me. I'm their babysitter. Yeah. And meanwhile, you- I'm just neglecting my own kids. Yeah, bike home. <laughs> In the dark. And go to bed. Brush your teeth. This yeah. Is, that's the extent of my life now is like, brush your teeth and wash your face. Oh, dude. Let me smell your breath. Let me smell your face. <laughs> you didn't wash your face. Go wash your face. Uh. 
I did know. No, you didn't know I didn't. I felt wicked guilty on Saturday this last week. So I was not feeling well at all. Like I had whatever my son had got had earlier in the week. I was just like exhausted, super tired Friday and Saturday. And my son had this like remote um, away cross country meet thing where they have a cross a meet coming up and the, the coach wanted to go run the track, but it was in Franklin at Franklin mm-hmm. Park. Right. So it's an hour away. So they got the school, got on, on a school bus at three 30 in the afternoon on Saturday. They thought they're going to be back at 7.30. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. They're going to be back an hour after right. that. And sure enough, at 7.30, my son texts us, we're just leaving. And uh, like we we thought you were going to be back now. Well, that was what you said was going to happen. But anyway, so he gets back at 8.30. I pick him up. I come home. I like, I'm like, all right, you know. And I sit down in the chair. And next thing I know, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, and my wife wasn't feeling good either. So she had already like was laying down. She had my other kid. Two of my kids were away and one was, one was here. And I could hear that she was reading to my daughter. And at one o'clock in the morning, I like stumble upstairs. The lights are on in our bedroom still. The, my youngest is sleeping there next to my wife, like on top of the covers. And I'm like, my son, I brought him home at eight 30 and, and he just like, what did he do all night? I have no idea. And I thought next morning, like, what'd you do? So I did my social studies and then I did this other assignment. And I'm like, what? And like, do you play video you games all night? After 8.30? Yeah. Like he came home. I I think I'm take, I believe him. I think he did his work because the next day he wanted to play a bunch of video games. He had like plans to play video games and he knew he had to get his schoolwork done. So I was like, all right. So I missed the point of the story. So he the came, point of the story all- was like, you're like, ha- your life with the, the three month old was, or, well, a month old was like, Super involved 100% of the time. Oh, and yes. now I'm like, I come down and I do nothing. I drive him and back and forth. It's hey, yeah. the same thing tonight. Yeah. Son, son came home from his soccer game, which I was, which I took literally 800 pictures at. Yeah. Different, different story. But, and then I said, what do you, I went downstairs and said, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making my dinner and doing my homework. And he's got his Chromebook open on the table and he's making his own dinner and he's doing his homework. <laughs> I'm like, you sure you're doing your work? You got all of it? Yeah. Yeah. How do I know that's true? It is. Okay. Like, I don't know what else to... Can you show me? At, tell me? Anything? Do you need help with anything? No, I think I got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you need me. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm like to the point where I can't even help. Like, I this mo- most recent math thing, I was like, let me... I'll go through it. And I just couldn't. I had the textbook. I just could not focus on it. I cannot. I'm, I don't even want to learn. It's like theorems and I'm just like... Which one? I, I don't know. I just couldn't. I never. I never got to it. I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just. Oh come on! Try harder. No, it's a, it's all it's a geometry stuff and lines and we've talked about it a little bit. It's like okay. not math. There's not answers. He's like, "What theorem does this is this have to do with?" And you're just like, "Oh my gosh, this is not interesting." I don't blame him for hating. Uh, this. yeah, those things aren't that interesting. Yeah, but I guess you need to know them. I guess I don't know why exactly, but why do we need to know any of it? Just teach them welding and send them uh, off to the pipeline. Anyways, let's let's keep moving. The, the the thing is, like, I felt, but I did feel guilty because I was like, I didn't interact with him at all. I was just, and then yeah, and he didn't even care. I was like, I was feeling all guilty, and I'm like, I'm sorry about. It. What do you mean? I just I didn't. I feel <laughs> yeah, they bad. Need, like, right. As time goes on, this is the point of the story. As a baby, they need every second of your time, and they want to suck the warmth out of your body (laughs) in order for them to sleep. And then they scream at you the instant they wake up to feed them, and then they crap all over you. (laughs) As teenagers, they don't want to see you except for maybe once a month when you hand them money. Uh. 
It becomes more of a metaphor. They still crap on you, but they still crap. <laughs> they still need you every day and crap all over you. They just don't hug you anymore. Yeah. That's not true. I get hugs every morning before school. <sighs> yeah. Make it a policy. You should. They leave that, that, you should have that policy. It's, uh, you got to keep in with them and show them you care. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It was, uh, it, yeah. It's funny. The weekend before it was the holiday weekend, right? And uh, my son and I were the only ones home, and so we made a bit of a like a bachelor weekend of it, which was it was fun. We we went and saw Bond, the new Bond movie, and we did that kind of stuff. So it was like pretty proverbial, quote unquote, guy stuff. And uh, in the theater, what do you mean? Yeah, we went. Yes, yes, we went in. <laughs> Don't get me going with the stupid COVID stuff. Yes. What? No, I, I, I was laughing because I said it funny. Oh. Um, no, I think the theater would be fun, especially the big cushy seats. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're yeah. all kind of spaced out and yeah. whatever. Wear a mask in the theater. No big deal. It was, it's funny though. I, I was talking to my coworker in Brutalin and she said that the theater was packed. And I was like, wow, that wasn't my experience. It was opening weekend for James Bond movie and it had, was supposed to come out in April of 2020. It is October of 2021 and it was finally released and the theater was not full. Yeah. So. No, I'd go see it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, faxed. Yeah. Faxed. And there, yeah, we were both faxed. They didn't ask to see my vax card though. So. No. Too much freedom. We're not getting, you have to get sucked into that conversation. Although, yeah, oh, nobody gracious. should um, provide fake papers, fake facts, fake facts. I mean, that just no. seems silly. Yeah, that's yeah. That's more work than just getting the shot. You're asking for trouble. I still don't. There's still so many people who are against the shot, and I still, I don't know. I just can't. Okay. I, I thought I, you weren't going to get into it. I've had conversations. I'm still trying to understand, and I'm just and people are like, I'm not afraid of COVID. Well, why are you afraid of a vaccine? I I just. I'm trying to understand from people, like legitimately trying to understand their viewpoint. I can't. And I'm, oh, anyways, yeah, let's not get into it. Um, so yeah, yeah. pictures. And I'm, I was being literal about this and, and I'm thinking about buying a new camera, but it might make it worse. I, this is just one game. I took 818 pictures at my son's game today. What? <laughs> Why? Well, I did. It's a good question. Why? And then, you know, the parents are like, what are you a photographer now? I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Sit in a chair on the sidelines like you're doing? You look ridiculous. And I have, a, I don't know. Seems, and I guess they don't look ridiculous because they're all doing it. I'm the one that looks ridiculous mm-hmm. going around all mm-hmm. sides of the field with my monopod. I've got like a monopod. <laughs> but I have a tripod, but you can take one of the legs off and yeah, make it. Yeah, you've mentioned the monopod before. Have I? Yes. So I guess. I'm the one that looks ridiculous, but no, I still think they look ridiculous sitting in their chairs. Cause come on, at least stand up. They've been sitting all day and then they got in their motor coach and sat to drive to the field to sit again. I mean, seriously, this is, this is what's wrong with this country. <laughs> oh, there we may. Go. I thought yeah. we were getting into it. <laughs> well, I'm looking at one of the pictures and it's got a, I've got an angle on the sideline and they're all sitting in chairs and now I'm triggered. Nice. Cause what, what, what are we doing? What kind of, I don't know. Anyway, so I got 818 pictures. I don't know. I, a lot of them knowing they're garbage, <laughs> right? I've already, I filtered it down to a hundred. Exactly. Okay. 
And I was hoping to filter that down. I was hoping to filter that down a bit further. Uh, and I will just kind of go through a couple rounds and delete, 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 delete. And I still kind of have them, but I just delete. I'm not going to publish a hundred pictures, but there are 11 kids on the field. There's another six or seven on the bench or whatever. So say there's 20 kids and I tend to get multiple photos of each kid. So right there, there's, you know, 50, 60, 80. It adds up fast. If I got one picture of each kid, I'd have like 20 pictures. So okay. I try to get I, right. I try to get shots of every multiple shots of every kid. So it a hundred is pretty reasonable, to be honest. If they're decent, uh, I guess. Action shots. I guess, yeah, I guess, but yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's uh, some good ones in here. What I do say okay. so myself? What constitutes a good picture? Very good question. I think uh, so. If you're shooting like a video, you know, a cool video would be. Uh, a a goal being scored like sweet action something happening where the a goal is scored or there's you know some kind of play that's really competitive i don't know uh so what i tend to do for cool photos is, is something something in motion something where you can can capture like uh there's players going up for a head ball i really like it when i can catch a head ball like right as the ball is on the head that's really hard to do um, or mid kick. Although some of the mid kick pictures look kind of dumb because they're all bendy. The person looks all bendy. Right. So usually the the coolest looking ones are when their leg is back and they're getting ready to kick. Okay. Uh, that looks better. Yeah. Post kick, they look like these weird Gumby dolls. <laughs> I always have an odd face. Also, I think. Yeah, and they have weird faces. Um, but if I get, I got a couple of angles. I got a couple of pretty cool angles from like behind and off to the side of the goal where they scored goals. And I've got a picture of the shooter, the ball in the air and the goalie diving for it, but missing it Mm. and the net. And it's all kind of composed nicely like that. Uh, So it's hard to say what a great picture, a good picture is. uh, You just know it when you see it sort of situation. That's why you take 800 and delete 700 of them. See, but don't you feel like you kind of miss the game by taking all the pictures? Um, no, because I can see much further through my camera than I can with my eyes. <laughs> yeah, but you're like not seeing the game. You're seeing. No, I absolutely am. Because I'm following the game with my zoom lens. And mm. yeah, I, right. can, I can see more. I can see farther. Okay. okay. And then when I review the pictures, I kind of relive the game. And I'm like, yep, I remember that. Oh, that's what happened. This I guess if cool. you take 800 of them, maybe. Look at how close he was to the line there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I take it. <laughs> I walked away from, I went to move from one end of the field to talk to the parents, and then I missed a whole play. I was like, oh, I missed that one. Yeah. It's upsetting. Which yeah. I watched, and I saw with my eyes, and I remember is like, that was cool. But if I had pictures of it, I'd be like, that's cool. Now, do you only do this at the sporting events, or is this like all event like you kid goes to a birthday party or to if they're in the no. play what if they're in uh a presentation at school or something uh, no as of late it's just been sporting events okay um i mean i could tell you because i could look at the albums that i have what about the running you do it a lot at the running i right? did do the cross country that yeah. counts as a sport yeah um and i ha- actually have my son and this is this is a nice excuse for things but i started well I didn't start paying him. I started paying him recently, but my son has been going to my daughter's soccer games. You're paying him. Now I'm paying him. 
to take pictures of her game because I'm coaching. Oh, right. And so okay. he he brings my camera with the with the lens. We bring he uses my camera with the big lens. Okay. And I've taught him enough about how it works to take decent pictures. He doesn't take 800, even though I've tried to show him how to just hold the button down and let it fire away. And he still doesn't do that. He still takes anyway. So we've been talking about it. So I made a deal with him where if I would pay him $2 for every unique picture of each player. What? Every meaning he'll get a maximum. There's 13 players on the team, which means he'd get a maximum of $26. Okay. If he got a picture of every girl that I liked. Right. Yeah. It's got to be a good picture, not blurry, reasonable, you know, something going on where it's like, this is good. Okay. Acceptable. If he took 13 of those, he'd get $26. The so last game, the first game that I told him I'd pay him for. Right. He got five unique players. So five. $10. Out of 13. So I gave him 10 bucks. That's a lot of money. <laughs> for, for an hour's worth of work? You know, and he's got to go to the game that he didn't otherwise want to go to. And he's taking pictures at all the games. So I have, and the first one was a lot. First one was like 40, 40 something photos. Second one was 20, you know, and then it goes downhill from there. Right. And then 15, (laughs) it does go downhill. And then 16 and then 25, it went back up to 25. How do you get 25? What? How do you get 25? Not dollars, pictures. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Um, that, like that he took that were that were um, he got half quality of, half quality photos that I published because then I then I take them and I put, I put them on Google Photos, I edit them and stuff, and I put them in Google Photos, and then I send them to the parents. Okay, and yes. they they love it. They're like, oh, we love so much that Max is doing this. They absolutely eat it up, and because uh, they're sitting in their chairs on the sideline, not taking pictures. Not yes, he's kind anything. of the best of both worlds. They can relax and enjoy the game. The picture <laughs> thing stresses me out. Exactly. If I have to be the one, I'm like stressed out taking the picture. I just want to enjoy the game and relax a little bit. Like, yes. And they, they, they play that role very well. They do. And then I just don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I mean, maybe every once in a while I should just sit through a game. I, I couldn't answer the, I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. I can't do that. Why did I start bringing the camera? And taking 800 pictures and then spending like a couple of hours filtering through the damn things and publishing them. Well, that I get. I mean, my daughter scored a goal in the, over the weekend and some, like somebody texted us the video, which was ridiculous. It's garbage. But we like, <laughs> we, we were interested enough that we like, con- you know, Holly like chased it down and got them to email it to us so we could read it. Yeah. Right. I mean, read it so we could actually see it. And so, I mean, I, I definitely enjoy it and I'm glad the person sent us the video. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I get it. I just, I, when I'm watching, I like to, I like to watch a little bit. I think it, it putting from behind the lens, it feel, I feel like disconnected for some reason, but yes. Um, I do too. Maybe the game watching it would just make me start getting frustrated a little bit. Oh, uh, that's true. That could be it's a thing. All right. So the the camera distracts me. Yeah. Like, All right, let's focus on the play and uh, that's cool. Okay. Um, but I also think it's a cool skill to teach to teach him. Yeah. And it's kind of like a neat little job to do. And and then I kind of I alluded to it within our little parent chat with the soccer team and I wasn't I basically, as a parenting thing, I was just, they were talking about stuff. And this is our soccer chat room with the girl parents. 
And I said something about like I was paying Max two bucks a picture. For <laughs> and they're like, we'll chip in money because they're all super psyched. I'm like, no, 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 no. I wasn't soliciting money. Oh. <laughs> for many of you, I was just, you know, yeah. commiserating on parenting things here. And like, it's his job because I gave it to him, not because whatever. And they're, but they're like, a bunch of them are like, no, we'd love to do it. If you don't let us pay you money for him or whatever, we're going to just buy him something separate. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so they're going to like buy him some gift card. Yes, please. No motor coaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy him a motor coach. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm gas I'm, card for the future. Gas card. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, that's cool. So I don't know. That's cool. I thought that's a it's a neat photography is a cool skill to learn. I think it's not a lot of stuff to learn. Got your aperture. Yeah, and you got to be, you know, shutter speed, paying attention, film speed. Yeah, that's three big things. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think you know they're taking a field trip. You I mean you wouldn't know this. Who's taking a field trip? They, they are. They is. Um, my son's class is taking a field trip to the what? Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> they is thing. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're talking about one. I don't know. What, uh, <laughs> all right. The uh, they're taking a field trip. His class. They are. Yeah. To the Assabet Valley Regional Technical High School. Okay. Which which seemed a little bit strange to me. It's like, why are they taking a field trip to another high school? But do they want them not to go to high school in our town? Because it's in, like, Fitchburg? I don't know. I just went to the website. Like, why are they going? But it's cool. I mean, they could, should go and check it out and be like, what's, what's out there? Wait, so that... that... There's no like presentation happening there, or this is yeah, like sure there is. option. Well, it's not like we're going to see the Blue Man Group at uh, the Assabet Regional High School, right? It's not like it's not. Like no, a, no, no. They are going to tour the high school. Yeah. Okay. Like to get, and I'm reading about it. This is not like a public high school. This is like a how to apply. Yeah, huh. you go to apply here. Is it a charter school? I don't really know. In district, out of district, blah blah blah. But it's very much, you know, their front their front cover page banner is you'd guessed it, motor coach repair. There's two giant pictures of motor coach repair. One well, kid's under and one kid's over, right? One kid's doing body work, one kid's got his arm up in the nether regions there. So I don't even know if I want to ask this. So are you not right in, in favor right in the tailpipe. of Repairing the motor coaches, like no. as a career. Uh well, I mean the combustible kind are gonna. That's gonna be a uh, old news eventually. Right. Am I not in favor of uh, my son being a motor coach repairman? I mean, if he wants to be, sure. Or okay. my daughter, or daughter. All right. It feels. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. I won't stand in their way. All right. I may, may, maybe a little bit. I might stand in their way. Who am I kidding? Because it. You're gonna make you can make a career out of a motor coach repairman. I don't know that you can make a career out of a bicycle repairman. What? No. Yeah, no, that's just retirement job. Okay. Right. Um, you gotta own the shop. Oh well, that's get different. into some wage theft, yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> wage theft. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's call a spade a spade, right? Okay. Mm. 
yeah, I don't, um, I don't know that that's an okay saying anymore either. Wage <laughs> might, theft? No, no. Spade a spade thing is not a. Oh, what is that racist? I didn't know. I think so. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. We'll take that off the air. You can maybe even bleep that out, but. <laughs> Why? No. Plead ignorance. I will look it up. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought you were just calling a spade a spade, like it's a spade. Well, what, it's what one of okay. the jack of hearts. It, it, this is one of those things that uh, has evolved. It wasn't originally, I think it was originally about a card, like a card game. Yeah. But uh, that is, is a, a black card. That is a epithet now. Uh, to, uh, so, so to <laughs> use that saying. The term is, originated from a translation of an ancient Greek phrase, but it considered offensive by some due to the latter. Later use of the word spade. Yeah. Is a racial slur for a black person. I did not even know that. I yeah. guess it's, it's this is somewhat, I think this is somewhat recent. So I, I uh, know that in you, my mind, for the record yes. on the show, yeah. I was thinking of the card. And if you look at the NPR article, it says for half a millennial, the phrase has served demand to tell it like it is. It is only in the past century that the phrase began to inquire a negative racial overtone. I thought you were more offended by the wage theft commentary. Which is just- no, I mean, that's you, you can't success. You can't, be successful in retail if, without no. stealing from children. I mean, I was, I, when I worked at City Sports, <laughs> they were stealing from us and they told us as much. They're like, Oh yeah, I, we, we always round down to the quarter hour. And when they told us, we were all like, wait, what? You round down to the quarter? <laughs> so if I work a, you an work hour and 14 minutes, minutes yeah, yeah, they only paid pay me for an hour. I'm like, <laughs> what? We kind of were like, uh, you can't do that. And so I think after they told us, none of us would work anything more than 15 minute increments because they would pay us in 15 minute increments. But right. So yeah, 15 minutes and 29 minutes were the same to them. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. They told, that's wage theft. It's outright wage theft. They told right. us as much too. And they told us to our face. We always round down to right. when you're 15. What? Yeah. So how else uh, am I going to make a thousand dollars an hour unless I take a dollar an hour off the thousand employees exactly that right, I have? Right, 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 right. Now you're getting it. And this is, that's how you make all the money that you can spend in your retirement so that you don't have to leave any to your kids. <laughs> Bringing this show full circle, right? Time to cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.